Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 19, Gulls as Predators. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. It's one that most people don't know or think about unless they spend a lot of time watching birds. And it's this. Lots of birds eat other birds. Backyard bird feeders double as feeding stations for woodland hawks, as anyone who has ever seen a sharp shinned or cooper's hawk take down a morning dove or warbler can attest to this. Likewise, they're all too happy to prey on the nestlings of other birds while raising their own. Birds like the corvids, including ravens, crows, and jays, owls, egrets, herons, woodpeckers, and seabirds, including skuas, jaggers, pelicans, and yes, gulls, all readily eat other birds. This predation is largely opportunistic and focused on eggs and nestlings. I've heard that even white-tailed deer will snack on baby birds in a nest if they come upon one in the woods. Birds go to great lengths to protect and def- or defend their nests for exactly this reason. Woodland bird nests are well hidden. Small forest birds are almost universally cagey about going to and from the nest to avoid attracting the attention of predators. Seabirds often nest right out in the open, on the ground, but do so in large, dense colonies and rely on the colony as a whole to defensively mob or attack any predator who comes around. Seagulls are well-established generalist eaters, so it should be no surprise that they prey on other birds. The diversity of birds documented in their diets, however, is pretty amazing. One study identified 11 different bird families in gull diets. And beyond the young of colonial seabirds, more on that in a minute, gull diets can include any number of ducks, grebes, wading birds like curlews, and migratory songbirds. There's a small body of research about gulls preying on passerines, which are perching birds, what we normally think of as songbirds, particularly when they're migrating over water. Gulls chase the birds, think starlings, robins, blackbirds, until they're exhausted and fall into the water, where the gulls attack and presumably eat them. Their most common bird prey, however, are colonial seabirds, the birds they nest near on offshore islands. Eiders, petrels, alcids like mures and puffins, terns, cormorants, and other gulls. While adults of smaller birds like petrels are taken with regularity in some instances, most of this predation, as with most bird-on-bird predation, is on eggs and juveniles. Diet studies have shown that not all gulls eat seabirds with any regularity, but that a subset of gulls will specialize on a particular prey item from year to year. A seabird nesting island is in many ways an all-you-can-eat buffet for a large gull like a herring gull or great blackback gull that has specialized on eating its avian cousins. And if they are also nesting on that island or one nearby, all the better. Less travel and foraging time. Less time for their own nests to be unprotected. This predation has complicated conservation efforts, as many of the birds preyed upon by gulls are being monitored and managed to ensure their population numbers are stable or even increasing. As a wildlife manager, what do you do when one bird you are protecting eats another bird you are protecting? That's why it's so important to try to sort out the baseline population levels of different species and to acknowledge our own role in the complexity. We talked in episode 18 about gull populations being historically high due to human-influenced ecological pressure. Basically, we generated new food sources for them and took away their main predators. What happens to the things that gulls prey on when there are lots of them? Perhaps more of them than normal. And I acknowledge here that normal is complicated. 
In the case of terns and gulls, several studies have documented greater than 70% losses of tern eggs and chicks at the mouths of gulls in unmanaged breeding colonies. This has led wildlife managers to triage their bird protection efforts, leading to highly managed tern colonies that include gull control efforts like identifying those individuals that have specialized in eating baby terns and removing their nests, har harassing them, and even using lethal force. But results are mixed. The more I learn about gulls, the more I like them. Yet I can't help hearing echoes of ourselves in how we describe them. The way they are adaptable generalists with global distribution, take ecological opportunities, use tools and new resources. They sound like the humans of the bird world, which makes us the gulls of the mammal world. Love them or hate them, it's hard to deny. This has been episode 19 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The theme music is Lightstream by the music Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week.